Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchable News. It's Thursday, January 18th, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the immigration jam. Number two, Speaker Mike Johnson's big fundraising numbers. And number three, the vault. Dems push for more changes to the tax deal. All right, Jake, let's get into it. There is a lot happening on Capitol Hill. First up, uh, before we get into the immigration jam, important to just set the tone of the schedule. The Senate will be voting on the CR to fund the federal government through early March at 12.30 p.m. today. There's going to be four votes, including amendments, that will be rejected. The interesting thing here is after that short-term spending measure uh, passes, it will be sent to the House for quick action. Washington is bracing for another major snowstorm tonight uh, into Friday, so that could really muck things up. It could, yes. So the Senate has locked in, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has locked in uh, five votes, amendment votes, and um, the final passage of the CR in the Senate. Not final overall, but the final in in the Senate for this afternoon. And um, you have to, we all have to understand um, that... uh, the House is going to really want to push the pedal to the metal here and get this through so people can get out of town before the storm. There's going to be a tremendous amount of pressure, Anna, to get this done. And I would imagine that um, the leadership will heed that advice. I, I think people are going to wait for uh, Mike Johnson to see what he wants to do. But that is uh, the reality. Hopefully, this CR will be passed by the end of the day uh, tonight. And uh the 40-day clock until the next CR will begin. And, Anna, we can move straight into the immigration situation. Um, uh, Chuck Schumer said at the White House privately, something we scooped and we texted yesterday to our text message subscribers or text alert subscribers, is that Schumer is pushing for a uh, uh, to begin considering a the border and foreign aid bill as soon as next week. Um, that is a very fast timeline, according to what I think and according to what most people think, but um, he's trying to put pressure. He and McConnell, I would say, are trying to drop in Mike Johnson's lap and uh, put pressure on Johnson uh, at a very difficult time for the speaker. Consider this, Anna. Um, passing a CR after saying he wouldn't pass a CR, has this budget deal that conservatives are pissed off about, has to fund the entire government between March 1st and March 8th, uh, has two deadlines, FAA and FISA, has some lawmakers saying they're actually going to boot him from the speakership if he steps out of line, Eli Crane told me that yesterday, told a group of the, us that yesterday. And in four days, Johnson will have the smallest House Republican majority ever. How does that sound to you, Ann? Are you interested in any of those propositions as a as a governing, <laughs> a governing construct? I would say not great for anybody here. But Johnson's going to have to figure out how to deal with this bipartisan immigration deal. And here's my guess, uh, based on reporting and talking Um, to Johnson aides and Johnson himself uh, at press conferences in the hallway. Johnson's going to take up this bill and completely gut it in a way. He's going to change it. He's going to make it reflect the House Republicans' priorities. It's very difficult, Anna, to say you are for a big immigration and border crackdown and then not do it when offered the opportunity. So that's where Johnson is. Um, And uh, uh, it's a tough spot for somebody who is in their 85th day as house speaker man when you put those the that list together in particular it just shows how perilous uh his kind of uh handle on this power is what he's facing the challenges 
I mean, kind of even this concept, I mean, immigration and the border have stymied, you know, politicians for decades. Uh, and he's going to have to face tremendous pressure here, uh, particularly when it comes to, I think, you know, not just what happens on the border, because he's clearly tried to kind of st- stick a pretty hard line there on HR2 or something, you know, the functional uh, uh, kind of similar b- package. But when you look at what's happening with Ukraine, Israel funding, uh, there's a lot of pressure on Johnson to try to find a way forward here, particularly from his counterparts uh, in the Senate, Republicans in the Senate putting more and more pressure on him. And, uh, you know, as you say, smallest majority uh, in in history here is what he's about to be dealing with. I, I just I don't know anybody who would want to be in his shoes. Yeah, no, I don't either. Uh, <laughs> I don't either. Um, and think about this, Anna. Uh, in December, you and I talked a lot about how the first quarter of 2024 was going to be messy. And Lord have mercy, is it messy? I mean, think of all these things that, that we just mentioned at the top, plus a very bruising government fund, uh, funding fight. Um, it's it's you know listen Johnson has um, he's come to this in a way that is uh, listen he's got he's got a lot to catch up on he's had a lot to catch up on the fundraising angle the just the 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 millions of things that are involved in the speakership and um, I feel like he thinks he's finally got his feet under him and and it's just going to be a it's going to be a bruising couple of. Uh, I guess it would be weeks, months. Um, yeah, and, and this funding, this final year. funding deal, not assured to to be figured out, right? I mean, they're just punting. They're kicking the can down till March, 40 days, as you say. And it's I'm not, it's unclear to me what has changed But at the end of the year when they kind of figured out this this first laddered approach now to this government funding that, you know, what? how do the dynamics truly change where he's going to be in a position to convince his colleagues that there's going to be a, a long-term spending deal with numbers that a lot of them, particularly the largest portion of them, the Freedom Caucus, say say is, is unworkable. Yeah, and I also I would add on top of that, Anna, not only do they think it's the numbers are unworkable, but they're hoping for policy changes right. in these bills that the Democrats are just going to reject. So I'm not sure where the win is here for House Republicans Um uh as they get into March. All right, let's go to the number two story of the morning. You talked about fundraising. We've got some news this morning. The Congressional Leadership Fund and the American Action Network, the House Republican Leadership Endorsed Outside Group, raised $112 million. $112 million, folks, in 2023, far outpacing their Democratic counterparts. Uh, big numbers for the nascent speaker, uh, in his role there and a lot and probably tamping down, I would think, a lot of skepticism that, you know, he was going to be able to keep up with a McCarthy fundraising. Yeah, not not. No, those are good numbers um, for for Johnson. Uh, a lot of them happen to be Kevin McCarthy's numbers. But yes, <laughs> these are these are good numbers for Johnson. Thirty two million dollars in the final two months of 2023. He kept everyone in place the entire fundraising operation. And let's just be clear here. The CLF is a much more robust organization money wise than House Majority Pack and House Majority Forward. It just is. Um, uh, And um, uh, but it should at least assuage some of the concerns that he's not cut out to raise big money. That's a big that's a big uh, again, that was a big concern. And it has it should be assuaged at least for the time being. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. From the vault, our financial services coverage, Laura Weiss all over this tax deal and has some news this morning. 
the House Ways and Means Committee Chair Jason Smith, the Republican from Missouri, and ranking member Richie Neal, the Democrat from Massachusetts, spoke by phone Wednesday as Democrats are seeking changes to a tax deal that the panel is marking up Friday. Yeah, this is a big deal. Um, there's a lot of pushback among the um, among Democrats about the the child tax credit uh, uh, portion of this tax deal. And they are trying to they might they will see what happens. They might go. They're trying to go back to the drawing board. Democrats are um, in getting in getting this thing done now. Not clear. It's going to end up in the bill. Uh, it's important for for Jason Smith to have uh, bipartisanship here because he's going to need to pass this under suspension and wants to do so next week. At least that's the theory that's bouncing around the Ways and Means Committee and the House Republican leadership. Um, but listen, any, anything that gets pulled to the left for Democrats is going to lose votes on the Republican side. Chuck Schumer has endorsed this bill. He wants to see this done. The White House has endorsed this bill, which has led the Wall Street Journal to wonder just what Jason Smith <laughs> is doing here. Um, he's been the Wall Street Journal basically said, hey, man, the reason Democrats <laughs> like this is because it's bad policy. So, like, what are you up to here? Anyway, not helpful for Jason Smith. But, hey, uh, I'm really happy that we have Laura covering tax for us. A very, very, very good job keeping us well ahead of the competition. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. Stay warm and safe uh, this evening as the snow comes to Washington. And if you like what you hear on The Daily Punch, please share it with your friends and family. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Have a good day. 